This is like episode 49, 50. Sounds good. I don't know that I have a whole lot to talk about tonight. There's a lot going on. I'm enjoying very much the doing instead of the talking lately. I don't know what I don't have going on in my life right now. Romance. That's the the thing we're missing. (laughs) Um... It's funny how much time you have for everything else when you don't have any time for romance, though. But that is not the topic for this fucking Tuesday. So, I guess we should get on with the show. Sing us in, Ogre. No. Come one, come all. Welcome to the Freak Show. We got a mind-reading wizard. Freakishly strong Ogre. I mean, normally we got our own caveman. What else do you need for a freak show? An audience. Probably a tent. I bet if we put up a tent and a sign that said freak show, people would show up. I'm sure. But see, then you gotta you gotta entertain them. But there are enough weird fucking people. Dude, are we about to start a freak show? Because that doesn't sound like that bad of a time. This sounds pretty terrible. Mm. Like you said, we'd have to get a tent. I have a tent, <laughs> but it's a dome tent, so it's not going to work for that. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it was nice, we could just use a park. Just bring 20, 25 weird people. Give us money. You can come look at us for a while. We'll do tricks. All right, you're right. That does sound terrible. Sort of. I mean, what about like a gypsy freak show? What if we all had schoolies? Like silk velvet interiors. Hip bells for the dancing. <laughs> Belly dancing or something? Mm-hmm. Speaking of persecuted religions, ethnicities, did a race? What? The gypsies. No, I don't think so. Definitely an ethnicity, at least. Because the French tried to kill them. The hunchback of Notre Dame. The French language... Like most of the Asian languages, mm-hmm. makes me feel like I have a fat, retarded American tongue. Yeah, I just can't do it. It's uh, it's confusing because they, compared to the way we speak, they speak kind of backwards. Oh yeah, yeah. like the grammar and the, the order of operations and things. But I mean, just like literally, my tongue will not make the noises. The inflection that they put on their words, because that's part of. This. What makes the word mean that specific thing is just the simple inflection you put on it. Mm-hmm. You know how most Americans make fun of Asians, at least certain forms of Asians that can't say like L? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a letter between a K and a G that I cannot, for the life of me, reproduce. Try it. Like, it sounds the same to me, but they swear to me that I'm not saying the same thing they're saying. I should keep saying they my Korean friends when I was trying to learn how to pronounce their names. Like, I wasn't trying to be offensive. I just couldn't fucking pronounce their goddamn names. Yeah. And they couldn't really pronounce mine, so it worked out pretty well. So, anyway, welcome to fucking Tuesdays. I'm going to look at the whiteboard now.
perfect geometry. So everybody knows about basic geometry, right? Circles, squares, sides, you get into like three-dimensional shit. So I think geometry has to be perfect to work. I was hoping this one would be really easy to get to English, but I don't think it's gonna be. For people that are trying to use the sacred geometry for magic and things, like I'm curious if all of their angles, all of their dots, all of their everything meets perfectly. Because I feel like for it to be sacred geometry, it has to be perfect. Like what if somebody finally for once draws a perfect circle and a fucking wormhole opens up? I don't think it's possible. No? For a wormhole or just for a perfect, perfect geometry? Circle? Oh, to, to actually achieve it? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I don't think it exists in nature. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, like, you'd have to tear the fabric of reality mm -hmm. to create perfect geometry, and I think that's kind of the point. I don't know what shape it would take. Like, obviously, they've been trying to figure out perfect geometry and all of this stuff and trying to create it. And uh, I want to say that I think it was a diamond shape, but I'm not positive. You mean like the building block of the universe type thing? The shape of perfect geometry? Oh, I was thinking that was a hexagon. Are you talking two-dimensional or...? Three. Honeycombs are designed in mm. hexagonal structures, which is the only reason I was thinking they were perfect. Like, bees are strikingly perfect. Isn't it strange that we've never been able to replicate the shelf life of honey? All of our greatest achievements. And in a thousand years, everything we've created will be gone. Our monuments are made of glass. Mount Rushmore might be here. Is that granite or limestone? Do you know? Mount Rushmore? I think it's granite. If it's granite, it'll be there a while. Maybe a thousand years. Limestone, probably a few hundred. Guess snowflakes are close to having have incredibly perfect geometric shapes. I think that means for, like, symmetry. I think so, too. Like, the crystals form perfect. That's why they're so beautiful. I just don't think we could ever get down to the tolerance we would need to make perfect geometry. Yeah, with the equipment we currently have. But then the problem is, what do you even consider perfect? Like, are you drawing this thing or thinking about it? I mean, if you're drawing it, even the finest pencils are, like, 0.1 millimeter. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Are they into the O's? Like 0.07? So far as the lead size? Yeah. Uh, you can get it pretty small. But it's still a lot more than a single atom wide. Well, probably, definitely so. So, I mean, at that point, you could still get finer. I think a single atom's width is about as small as my brain can comprehend. When I say comprehend in like a... There's a picture. Yeah, mechanical pencils can get down to 0.2 millimeters. Yeah, that's pretty small. Those would be a bastard to write with. Yeah, I think it's just, it was used in drafting, I'm pretty sure. But uh, outside of that, I have no idea. Maybe a sketch artist. I mean, we used pretty small ones for map reading, like land nav. It's the smaller the dot. The closer you can get, yep. the more accurate you are. Trying to get within a few meters of something by using a compass and a map. 
Yeah, that's not the easiest thing to do. It's enjoyable once you learn how to do it. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, intuitive, you can kind of base some of your decisions off where landmarks are and things. If you get lucky enough to have any natural landmarks around. If not, you probably shouldn't have a map because using a map in a desert is a terrible idea. We did that a few times in the Boy Scouts, following a map and using a compass to go to a specific place. So did you learn like a pace count or? I think so, yeah. But this was years ago though. I think I could probably still do it. I'm hoping it's like riding a bicycle, but I don't keep a map or a compass on me. Definitely not the protractor or pencil. I might be able to find a pencil. So you just wrote on the map? Mm-hmm. And then just get I a mean, fresh map every time? I just marked my points. I plotted my azimuth in my head on the fly. So like, you shoot your azimuth and then, okay, that tree over there is exactly the direction I want to go. And then you walk toward that. And then, okay, we got to go 300 meters that way. So somebody will count their pace count until you get to 300 and then they'll put ads up. That's where you start looking again. Okay, we gotta shoot a new asthma. We should be right here. It sucks. It takes forever. Then you get into a fucking landmine. And you have to do it on your belly. With a chopstick poking. So you hit the side of the bitch. Just to make sure it's not a hair trigger. And if you poke too fucking hard or get in a hurry, shit explodes. Yeah, it does not sound like a good time. Landmines are nasty. I'm not a fan. Like, I guess if you have to for the engagement, but if not, go throw a rock. Like, when you're done, make sure it goes off. Or just leave that bitch laying there. Yeah. It's fucked up. Because there was it Malaysia? Is that right? Cambodia. Yeah, they have a shit ton of mines that they still have people out sweeping for. Um, so if you're talking, I think it's Cambodia where the UXO, the Unexploded Ordnance, during the Vietnam War, we we dropped a lot of excess rounds that they never made it to their bombing mission. Like, we just randomly bombed shit in Cambodia to get rid of the rounds. And a lot of it didn't go off. Like, they never armed it. They just fucking dropped it. Yeah. So there's shit everywhere. People would just be digging a hole and hit a fucking bomb. Jesus. Well, the place I'm talking about, <laughs> it was during some war, obviously. And uh, they just buried a fuck ton of mines out. And then they lost the war and the, left the mines, and the mines have been there for fucking Everybody's decades. Everybody's Yeah. Like, they actually still have people that work as minesweepers, mm-hmm. and they do this every day because there's so many fucking mines planted everywhere that they just have to crawl little by little, like you said, and mm-hmm. kind of poking around for shit. So they have fancy equipment now, and they have for a long time, that you can walk, like, and if you're good with it, you can... These things will work a few feet in front of you, so you can just walk through swinging them. Yeah. And if there's anything there, you should know before you step on it. Yeah. They're fucking wild, though. Apparently, they can tell by the beeps and where the things are. Sonar, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Or it's not LIDAR. I'm not 100% sure. Some kind of magnetic something. But they just walk at a fast pace, and they'll throw fucking little flags wherever they get a hit. Somebody will come back behind them and dig it up real carefully. I guess once you get used to the idea that you're going to be walking through a minefield, mm-hmm. you've made your peace with God. You just do it. Yeah. With, with these mines, they've been under underground for so long. That nobody knows. 
Yeah, yeah. It could it could be a dud. It could be Most live. Most of them are. And if you try to dig it up, it could explode. If you try to disarm it, it could explode. So they find where it is, and then they put a bomb on top of it and blow it up. So most of the ones they buried in a lot of the Asian countries, I say they were made of wood with like yeah. um, bullets or gunpowder in them. It maybe even a lot of gunpowder, but it usually came from black powder. Yeah. So like all the really nasty ones that are still there are either American or Russian or maybe one of the European countries, but nobody deals in death like, like America does. Yeah, certainly not. Like if it's going to last a long time, it's probably because it was made in the USA. I mean, the amount we spend on military is more than twice as much as the next highest country. alignment's coming up or is happening or just happened or some shit with all the planets mm-hmm. not all of them I don't think but a bunch quite a few supposedly we're within a few years of our close orbit with planet X so we'll be able to see it with the naked eye um this is outside the rim isn't it like it's way out there it's on a non that's the word I'm looking for here its trajectory is super weird compared to all the other planets, so it only it only rotates close every few thousand years, but apparently it rotates really close. I want to say it had something to do with the moon. It was the thing that impacted. Yeah, I'm not sure I have any idea what I'm talking about on that one, so take everything I just said with a grain of salt. Delete it entirely. probably remember this back in 2014 sweden found out that there was a a sub somewhere in their waters you remember this mm-hmm. all right so they thought that there was a russian submarine they still kind of uh, have issue with the whole cold war thing mm-hmm. so they thought that there was some some shady shit going on they thought of a way of doing it without like causing an international problem or starting a war or something like that or pissing off their own people. They made a sign and put it underwater and then they started playing Morse code. Okay, so the sign says, Welcome to Sweden, gay since 1944. They made a sign just to put underwater facing out. They sent out a signal in Morse code and the signal said, If there's a submarine down there and there's a crew member who hears or sees the sailor, on the sign was a sailor, (laughs) they are welcome to join us in the Pride Parade on August 1st in Stockholm. Sweets are strange. Russians hate the gays. So, uh, yeah, they left. Well, the jig was up. They've been caught. The Swedes are tricky bastards. It just, basically, that's, if there's a submarine in here, you're gay. Shit, I'm not gay. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I would say most of it was probably that they they knew that they knew. Like, yeah, they, that was enough to make them turn yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you might as well put a boat on the surface. You don't. They're way cheaper. Even in non-war times, every minute uh, submarines down, you risk death, like terrible, terrible death. Yeah. Which I get it that like you could get hit by an asteroid right now or space debris at thirty-seven thousand miles an hour. Just follow the dead for no reason. 
but submarine is like you get crushed into a pop can. They Perfect. are hard to find. The boomer subs look like a salmon. Literally. They're so sonar absorbing. Terrifying. So Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to be on a submarine. I mean I would try it, I think. I don't know that I'd want to do six months or a year. Like I'm sure after the first week or two you just get used to it. Too claustrophobic for that shit. Oh, can you imagine the groans and the pops when it goes to depth? I guarantee it does. Like, there's no way it couldn't. The the steel is going to shrink. Yeah, it has to. Then they start ramping up the pressure inside the thing so it doesn't. Ping! Blow your brains (laughs) out of your nostrils. I mean, I'm sure they push it. Like, for a deep dive. Yeah. But that's why they don't take your average person. Like, those are basically like uh, toys of duty. Mm-hmm. Like that's similar to a deployment for a seaman to be a submariner six months or a year at a time on that one little fucking submarine yep it's the minute man that's the ultimate deterrent even if they wipe us out completely we'll still help like we'll we'll hit them back and they might wipe us all out like everybody's dead at that point and that's the guarantee yeah nobody wins a nuclear war that's why it was supposed to keep us safe. But now everybody's like, well, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. Holocaust, you're bust. Too much ego involved. Americans are way too fucking proud to be American. Wait, some kind of fucking commie? Guess. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not really happy I'm an American. I'm just saying, like, if somebody said, hey, if you stop saying you're American, then nobody has to die anymore. Deal. It's not, it's not worth all that. Maybe one day, maybe even a long time ago. I don't know about now. Is anarchy better? I don't know, but I don't think we're too far away from maybe the anarchy being the the safer, better choice. At least at that point, everybody knows it's not just some random person kicking your door and, well, they're not doing no-knock warrants. They are. Bunch of them. I mean, do they even have to? You just kill yourself. No problem. Anyway, gardening? (laughs) So I think going to use gardening as an exercise in patience this year so soon I have to find seeds and germinate them and plant them somewhere unfortunately I don't know shit about plants me neither I know spring I don't know if they if they freeze they'll probably die yeah If, if there's frost yeah so if there's still a chance of frost you cover the ground with like a like 12 inches of hay or something that insulated trash bags I don't know if that works for when they're still in the dirt haven't sprouted yet I think so that's usually for I've seen it done like like mums and shit like little bushes I've seen it done with tomato plants and stuff before they sprouted no oh no the sprouting yeah you definitely like you want to keep them inside probably yeah put them in like a closet or something yeah, after, yeah, until they sprout, they're pretty pretty delicate. The seed's not. Yeah. Like, the seed, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much straight. But, yeah, once it actually starts to sprout, 
it loses all that hard shell. They're really fun to watch, though. I have germinated a bunch of plants. They just always die. This year, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna actually do the thing. I'm not gonna put them in a fucking Coke can. There's a community farm in town. I'll probably just plant them in the yard somewhere. Think about getting like a raised bed. I was thinking about making soon. some raised beds. If you'd like to go get wood, yeah, we can. We can make some cool shit. Put casters on it and stuff. I don't know if I'm gonna make. I might just make like a gardening table, mm -hmm. so I can do all the the planters and things super easy. Jig it up. Yeah. Last year I did some cherry tomatoes and a couple strawberry plants. Strawberry plants didn't do shit. Strawberries never do the first year. Do they come back? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they're a patch. Mm -hmm. They have you have to cultivate a patch. They're not an instant. Like there might be some GMO version now, but the old really delicious ones. Mm -hmm. There's a house on Seventh Street, maybe that has a patch in the backyard. They used to like a few months out of the year. They'd just come grab some, and here's how to make them grow next year. But it would take like three years before you got edible fruit, yeah. if I remember correctly. Mm. There was a uh, you had to put hay on them mm -hmm. and maybe fertilize once or twice. Yeah, I don't remember all those things. But don't give up hope. Maybe they'll come back. They've been sitting outside all winter. Jeez. I don't like the bucket I got anyway. I might do something different. But it was really easy. Got some tomatoes out of it. Nice. Oh. I might go bigger this year though. Think about doing tomatoes, some hot peppers, probably jalapenos, and maybe onions. And get some salsa and stuff. You plant from seed or uh, onions? You get bulbs. Then uh, the tomatoes and the jalapenos would be from seeds. Might make a potato maybe. box. Do you want a potato box? Uh, sure. Yeah, potatoes are supposed to be pretty easy. With the box. Yeah. Like. You just fill the bitch with dirt, but like you layer it. Mm -hmm. And apparently you can grow a shit ton of potatoes from like a couple of pounds of stored potatoes. Yeah. I don't know, I think my problem, well, I'm gonna have to find a way to keep all this shit before it goes bad. So I'm gonna have to learn how to can. Mm. I know a little bit about canning. But I think we can figure it out. That fancy shit for canning? Kinda. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you have to have the jars. So, do you have a big-ass pot? Like, it doesn't have- you can do it in a small pot, but the bigger the pot, the bigger the batch. Right. So, like- you just boil it in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just boil the fuck out of everything, so you gotta have, like, all your sterile equipment. So, like, if there's any bacteria involved, it's gonna- it's gonna rot. Yeah. It's a good way to get the- Usually you know. Yeah. Like, cause it'll pop. Like once, once you hear it suck, you know you've got the vacuum, and if it loses that vacuum, it means it's giving off gas. Yeah. So if it's gasifying, there's decay, and that's usually. And if you eat that shit, you get botulism. So it depends. The people who actually, like, let's say you make six months worth of pasta, like a marinara sauce, and you you rotate them every day, like twice a week, you have something with that sauce. You just check them all, mm. and then when one pops, you know, oh well, this went bad. Or this has started to go bad, so I guess that's what we're having right now. Yeah. And then maybe you boil it a little extra. Yeah, I would say if you're gonna if you're gonna do the homemade long-term thing, you definitely check it daily. But some of that shit's delicious. Like I kind of want to can um, 
like pot roast. Yeah. You do potatoes and carrots and meat and then can it like you boil it for so goddamn long that mm. it cooks. So And it keeps? Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure it goes straight from raw, which I wanna say like the gourmet version is you sear it first, get the extra, you know, the real beef flavor from the caramelized whatever. Yeah. But then yeah, most of the the interior cooking comes from just boiling it for hours. Like, I want to say in the jar, so that you know everything's sterile. And as soon as it's four or five hours over, you screw the lid on and take it off the heat. Maybe we'll just do a fuck ton of cucumbers and do pickles. I do love pickles. Do you like dill? Fuck yes. Dill but pickles are the best. I'm not a bread and butter kind of guy. You can. Bread and butter's pretty good. But um, yeah, no, I prefer dill. We're going to have to call the uh, synagogue. We're going to have to call the synagogue? I want my deals kosher. <laughs> I don't know if either one of our kitchens would pass kosher checks. I mean, I want to say if there's ever been bacon cooked in a place, like it can never be kosher. Like, I don't know if there's any amount of cleaning. There's probably some rule. Oh, well, you actually have to have a rabbi come in and bless everything, mm. the entire process. Make sure that nothing was contaminated. That's why kosher is usually a lot more expensive. Like the uh, kosher hot dogs? Mm-hmm. All beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the, you can't mix meats mm-hmm. in a kosher environment. No shellfish. I'm pretty sure there's no shellfish. But that makes sense. Lobsters are like the cockroach of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mud bugs. Or the, like the bottom feeding fish. Yeah, and pigs, I mean, pigs I'm cool with depending on their diet. If I were to raise pigs, I wouldn't worry anywhere near as much, but the fact that they'll eat anything, they eat anything. I don't even really want to think about what they feed them on large-scale farms. Cows you have to be a little bit picky about because they won't eat some shit. There's a pig farm out in Vegas. And I guess uh, all the food scraps from the buffets, a lot of people just send that down to the to the pig farm for all the pigs. But that's pretty funny. Can you imagine how much pork is on those buffets? They wonder where mad cow comes from. Horse cannibalism. It causes... It happens with the chickens too. Mm-hmm. Ground up chicken in there. Chicken feed. So fish. You know what most fish food is? Fish. It's like so. You've seen the um, the massive fishery boats mm-hmm. where they go from net to freezer on board. Mm-hmm. Everything that comes off them in the scaling and the bones and whatever would normally go out the back as chum mm-hmm. gets ground up and dried. Essence of fish, <laughs> basically. It's um, solidified fish stock, and that's low-grade fish food. Fuck, it might be high-grade fish food, I don't know. They mix a bunch of color in it, though, to make it. Smell it sometime. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about gardening. It's one of those cheaper hobbies that I can... Yeah. I mean, you can spend a lot of money up front getting the stuff you need, but then after that... I could, yeah. I I might. But I don't really need a whole lot, I don't think. Yeah. I've done a bunch of gardening. I've just, I've never done it patiently. 
It's always been a let's dump a shit ton of... I feel bad about it, kinda. I never even thought about it until now. Like, I was trying to force them to grow rapidly. And I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Like, you have to just make a comfortable environment and let them grow. You never, uh, help them with the garden? Sort of. Like, I know the whole process. It was just never me doing it. It was yeah. always me helping Dad do this or that or... Like, let's go till the garden. Let's go weed the garden. Which, you know, if you do that regularly, it's nowhere near as bad. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a bunch of people, just go do it. You're bored. Go spend 20 minutes. You don't have to do it all. Just yeah. go pull some shit. Start there. Finish there. Who cares? And if everybody does that every once in a while, really not that many fucking weeds. Yeah. Which... I keep on that. top of it. They don't spread as much. Dude, I just don't like people. Like, I'm not... I'm not quite at that point... I don't really want anything to do with the community. These people are fucked, mm-hmm. and they know it, and they pretend they're not, hoping nobody else will notice. The world is hopeless. I have a shit ton of it, though, so if you're feeling hopeless, call me. I've got a million things that need done. We'll find something you're good at. If you're not really good for much, we'll give you a fucking sign and tell you to stand somewhere. Everybody decides their own level of involvement. TikTok again. Good. You know why? Because the Chinese are spying on us. It's so it goddamn hard to censor. That's well, that's why the... they haven't been able to block it. Mm-hmm. It's because right to free speech. So every time they try to bring a law up for it to switch off TikTok, mm-hmm. it gets blocked in the courts. Yeah. Well, they can even... They can sanction the shit out of it, but the algorithms, they're they are good. I don't know who, it's the Chinese, obviously. Yeah. They took the social media idea and ran it, like, to perfection. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't call it perfection. It could, the meta. I'm not trying to plug the meta, please don't go there. But that's where the world's moving. If it continues at this rate, the meta becomes the thing. You know, I sometimes wonder if that's not what Putin's trying to stop. Like, if Putin's the good guy in this whole global war, I mean, look at our side and tell me you trust them enough to say that Putin's wrong. I don't, I'm not saying he's a good guy, but he was in the KGB. What does he know about the United States that nobody else fucking knows? He, he knows it all, and you're not allowed to see. That's why they want TikTok gone, because mm-hmm. you can see something. Like, hey, maybe China's not as bad as it looks. Every once in a while, I'll just stare it up. A, uh, an intersection camera in like Zhonghao, China. Mm-hmm. There'd be three million people walk by happily. It's interesting. When they started talking about bringing this up to the legislation, like the stocks for Meta and Snapchat started going up. Mm-hmm. Well, the NFTs are Meta property, supposedly. So why does anybody want a picture of a Pokemon card? Because they're gonna hang in their fucking living room in their meta meta house, literally, The Sims. And eventually we'll put on a headset and we'll go to their virtual house and we'll see their Charizard card hanging. It sounds stupid, right? Very. Wait until 
Okay, so you know how we've sucked the soul out of everything? Mm-hmm. You think that's where we're going with humans? Mm-hmm. They can plug into your brain and give you a stronger dopamine trip than any shot of heroin, and you have you don't have to worry about dying at all. Because it's just an electrical impulse just hitting this perfect fucking ganglion and, and causing something. And, oh, there you go. Hardest orgasm you've ever had. Nice. From... 0.3 volts and here we are I don't know that the Nazis started it in the 30s but the experiments they did on like living bodies changed everything mm-hmm. and once they started playing with it they got good at it now they can just barely crack the skull and stimulate it in certain places my bonsai <laughs> well I was in Cali uh, I was gonna do a can of bonsai right I sprouted and then I put it in a coke can so it died again but I went out and I found the perfect pot and like there's this traditional way of lining the bottom of the pot and then like placing the dirt and placing the thing I didn't make it that far mm. it was really hard to find seeds yeah. in California and clones. I called 50 places and everybody kept saying no. As soon as we get some, we'll call you though. All of Southern California was out at the same time. I think it was because all the DIY, like do it at home stuff was so popular. 2020, 2021, especially out there. A lot of people started greenhouses during COVID. Yeah, and everything else. Any project you could do from home, you found your work from home job. Yeah. That's what everyone did. And then there were a few essential, but not very many essential employees. There was a guy, funny enough, on TikTok. And during COVID, that's what he did. He tore down a shed that was in his backyard and put up this really nice, good-sized greenhouse. And he turned it into a jungle. And that's where he likes to sit. Yeah, and it's... Dude. Like his own special place. And he has a banana tree in there that mm-hmm. is supposed to grow blue bananas. Oh, yeah? That taste like ice cream. All right, I try So, one. like, that's part of the TikTok journey now is he goes in and checks in on it. And I just saw it earlier today, and the bananas are coming in. Nice. I'm curious to see what they look like and what, what he says they taste like. Where is he at? Somewhere in the northeast, I think. I'm not sure. Hmm. Some of those... Like, I wish we had a cooler climate. We can get some fruit trees to grow here. Yeah, apples. But no, I don't even mean, like, colder. I mean, like, one way or the other. Like, the Southern California, where you can literally grow pretty much anything in your backyard. Any kind of fruit you like, Mm -hmm. it grows. Possibly naturally. There'll be, like, a lemon tree, an orange tree. I don't know about... Pretty sure they have bananas. Or like you can plant bananas there. I think gardens, the longer you do it, the cooler it gets. Like this year, whatever I plant is probably not going to be that cool. But next year, it'll be that plus next year's. And in 30 years, it'll be hopefully pretty fucking cool. If anybody knows a whole bunch about gardening and they want to give me advice, you'd probably use the help. But I'm going to figure it out either way. 
sorry to all the plants I kill. Might like, be none. Honestly, I've been thinking about getting the book, the uh, Freedom Garden, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. But it was one during the war when everything was really scarce and there wasn't really money for food and things like that. Oh, the Victory Gardens and things. Victory Gardens. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Victory Gardens were the World War II, probably World War One too. Yeah, I think they wrote a book about it. Like um, basically, at the time, they put out a book telling you how mm-hmm. to do that so you can feed yourselves. Dude, even composting. And I've been thinking about getting it just to uh, read about growing shit. Mm-hmm. I would like to. I'm just worried that I won't stick with it because it gets too goddamn hot. And the last thing I want to do is be outside fucking around in the garden. Sun hat and stuff, man. And that's, so that's why you try to, like, you do it early. You garden early or late. I used to like early. Yeah. But you're up early and there's there's nothing to do. You might as well literally just walk around with a pair of scissors and prune shit. Make sure everything's perfect. Yeah. And then it starts to get hot, so you stop. That's true. But once again, if you've got a bunch of people helping with it, like then it's not just one person busting their ass all the time. Yeah. It'd be nice to mess with stuff and just go year-round, see what you grow. Mm-hmm. Because like we said before, we do have year-round crops that we can grow in Indiana. Turnips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not... Just do a big old planter full of fucking turnips. Everyone loves turnips. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not saying there are none of them that I would like. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of any of them that I've ever tried. I don't actually love vegetables. I do. I like turnips. Like every tomato I grow will get turned into salsa or pasta sauce. Or the kids or whoever wants them. But like I don't eat just straight tomatoes. I wonder if you can pickle cherry tomatoes without like cutting them open or anything like that. Because mm. you don't have to with like They're cucumbers and so shit. Liquid. I just don't know if uh, like cucumbers are a lot firmer. Yeah. I don't know what would and come out of a tomato. I don't know if it's. I mean, like tomato. Relish. Nothing leaks out, so what you know? It'd be tomato relish, in? right? I was just thinking about throwing whole cherry tomatoes into a brine. But it would it would be something like relish, I think. If it broke down, but I, would it? I mean, aren't they pretty much snot, even not broke down? Tomatoes, no. As soon as the skin goes soft, it's going to be pretty soft. Like most yeah. of the texture of a tomato is the skin. Yeah. And the seeds, I guess. So, yeah, by then it would just be a little sack of mush, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. probably. I mean, they might appetizing. not even be. It might, I don't know. I'm thinking like imagine it on top of a couscous. Mm. It, it might work with like a cold pickle. Yeah. Mm-mm. So it doesn't get cooked at all. So imagine. And you just, like, what, a couple days and it should be pickled, so, basically. So imagine a heavy, like, ratatouille with, like, thumb sized tomato smashed, but pickled, like a pickled tomato smashed on top of. Yeah. Ratatouille. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, food needs acid. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, like, I don't know that you'd want to just sit and, like, eat them. But I'm, I'm sure some people might, like, some people would I mean, probably I like pickles, so I know I wouldn't like, well, I like pickles, but I don't like pickled eggs. 
It'd be like eating relish, I think. I can eat a pickled egg, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't like the pickled. Some pickled sausages are all right. I've only had that like once, maybe. Have you tried the Tijuana Mamas? The what? Tijuana Mama. It's a little red sausage yes. thing. Yes. That's a pickled That's sausage. That's one that I had and I did not like it. No? No. They, yeah, they taste a lot like vinegar. Yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. I should try it again and might like it now. I don't know that you would like it. I just don't think you would not like it. Yeah. You would just be like, hmm. This I've is had a pickled, pickled sausage. before. Those were pretty good. I, so that's what Carrots, I don't like about asparagus. Not had pickled okra. There's all kinds of shit. Can pickle dinner or anything. We should grow some okra and make some uh, gumbo. Okra based like gumbo. gumbo. Yeah, that's what helps thicken it. Mm hmm. You make the okra snot. Dude. And then you make that roux. Make some fried okra? That, uh... And the cornmeal breading? Don't die. Mm. That's good shit. Andouille. Yeah, andouille sausage. Oh. With the uh, holy trinity. Yeah. Green pepper, celery, and onion, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gumbo, I mean, you can throw whatever you want in there. Mm. But I think you have to have, like... It has to have shrimp. No, that's shrimp gumbo. Mm-hmm. So... I'm pretty sure it has to have the andouille. Like, I think it's an andouille root that the gumbo's made off. Yeah, from the fat, from the andouille. Mm-hmm. I'm not claiming to be a gumbo expert, but I bet we could throw down something that tasted pretty fucking good. I think so. Especially if you know a good butcher. But andouille's not that common around here, man. It's like no. chorizo. Finding a good one is not easy. Yeah. You'd have to order it. Probably. But it is like, I mean, it's cured mm-hmm. for the most part. It should be safe. You drop one of them little cold packs in there. Yeah. You mail it two-day express. Back in dries. I actually really enjoy cooking. Me too. I would like to get back into it. It's got a bunch of fresh fish. Yeah, how'd that go? Terrible, because I didn't get my salmon or my scallops, which I was most excited about. They didn't have it. So I just got two pounds of grouper, a pound of sheep's head, and a pound of red royal shrimp. Nice. Tried it here yet? Dude, sheep's head is good fucking fish. It tastes like crab meat. It almost has the same texture. So good, dude. Don't, I don't love it. Grouper's decent. It's good. Dude, so I think I'm going to do meal prepping. Yeah. And... Maybe I could implement some fresh, fresh things. Like vegetables? Possible. I I love fruits. Like if I had fruits fruits here, I would. I miss having an orange tree in the backyard. Mm. That shit was nice. But yeah, those things even over there take years to produce real ones. And they're weird. Like they're natural oranges. Mm -hmm. So you know how the cuties have been genetically modified to not have that much skin mm-hmm. like you just barely push on it and the skin you just you peel them real easy yeah the natural ones you might have to fight through like two inches of pith yeah just eat it that's where all the vitamins are oh they're so bitter so bad. <laughs> <It's> so bitter <laughs> yeah no i mean i'll get my vitamins from 12 of the fruits yeah and none of the pith but you just you only have to have one pith in place of all the 12 fruits. The, they're mostly <laughs> juice, man. It's like drinking yeah. half a gallon of freaking orange juice. Yeah. 
Scurvy ain't getting me. I like pickles and oranges too much. I mean, I've been known to eat a lime. I like lime. So fucking I mean, I like lemon too, but lime. Yeah. I like lime more. I'm not. I'm not hating on a lemon at all. Limes just. I think they're not quite as fucked with. You know, supposedly oranges aren't supposed to be orange. It is whatever we'll make it to be. Mm-hmm. How we want it. Square watermelons. Well, that's just growing it in a box. Mm-hmm. So it forms that shape. They're efficient, the Japanese. I would love to go spend time there. If I ever get rich and have a chance, I'm definitely going to go spend at least a few months. If they don't throw me out before then. Pretty much everything there is done with intent. Having kids, building a new building, like once again the bonsai. Anyway, seemed like about enough for one night. I think so. Well, special edition from the shop. Hopefully we did alright. Have a nice night. Love you, bye. Bye.